Hi everybody, this is Alicia Figarelli, Vice President of Greco Publishing, and you're listening to the debut episode of the Out of Body Experiences podcast, co-hosted by myself, Tom Greco, President of Greco Publishing, and Eddie Day, owner of Collision Restoration in Fairfield, New Jersey. What we're about to do in the next 20 minutes, and hopefully in many more episodes to come, is take a lighthearted look at the news and issues affecting collision repairs today. We're going to try to make you laugh a lot, learn a little bit, and maybe you'll make some money in the long run too. Who knows? Did I forget anything, Tom? I think you covered everything. All right. So without any further ado, let's get going on the first episode. On with the show. On with the show. Welcome, Ed. Well, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Great to have uh, you. I just want to let everybody know if I piss everybody off today, it's my goal. (laughs) If I offend you, it's also my goal. And usually humor... Is at your expense, okay? So, can we get on with this? I don't want a phone call at my shop. Please don't call me. I don't want to hear it. If your sister's offended, just we're just trying to have some fun. But we're also trying to get the news across to us in a different way. We're, we're stepping into the 21st century. So, uh, let's move on. What's going on in the uh, automotive repair field? There's a lot going on. So, in uh, China, I oh, guess. Boys. <laughs> don't stop. Go ahead. Let me hear this. Um, on repairdrivennews.com, a subsidiary of Chinese giant Alibaba Group, who unveiled an artificial intelligence photo estimating system that will demonstrate an ability to calculate a claim in as little as half a second. Really? Yeah. I mean, apparently. I've been wasting time on these estimates all this time. <laughs> <laughs> you know that hour I spend on a good estimate? You know, I guess, I guess I've just been screwing up. You know, I should take a picture and write the... You know, yeah, the, the one hour on the six hours, right. Mm-hmm, guess, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Okay. The uh, the system is aimed at making assessment of external vehicle damage more standardized and objective, reducing the potential for human claims adjusters. You don't want humans on the scene. Wouldn't want that either. I mean, God forbid. Um, humans that would be influenced by the parties involved in the accident. And just have a, a, a complete photo-driven diagnostic system. So basically it's like a drive-by funeral. <laughs> you know, like, like that's what I'm gonna. I'm gonna open a drive-by funeral. That's I think. It's, really, come on, come on. You throw the flowers in the car, right? You throw, you toss the flowers in the car with a little hail mary, and psh, you're on your way. Do it for like twenty nine ninety five, like Earl Shy. <laughs> okay. So, so anyhow, it's so it's gonna be all computer driven. Okay. It's gonna take a probably just a, a, a digital image of the outside of the vehicle. Okay. And then it's going to put it into a system, and the system's going to break it down to parts, labor, and here's your estimate. And they're going to do that in, what was that, one second? It was uh, 12 claims in six seconds. Wow, I'm, you know, I hope that people in China survive the air pollution so they can get, so they, so they can get on with this, okay? <laughs> Let me know how it works out, all right? So, because I heard by twelve o'clock you can't see the sun, all right? So, anyhow, <laughs> so let's move on, all right? This is the most ridiculous thing I ever heard, okay? That's that's it's great. Yeah, yeah, twelve seconds. Arizona TV station shows hidden sloppy collision repairs. Offers tips for vehicle owners. Blah 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 blah. Okay, you know, go, go find your shop, get a recommendation. Your insurance company's fine. You want to get recommendation from insurance company because of the lifetime warranty and it travels all over the nation. I get it, but get a recommendation from a friend. Go online, check their online reviews. They do. Ma- I don't like them, but they work. And you know it's it, you know if you go into a restaurant if you look up you know Mario's restaurant on Bloomfield Avenue and eight people say there's roaches crawling crawling the walls you're not going to eat at the place all right okay so and the, the reviews do make sense even so some people just say whatever they want and 
you know, it's 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 a pile of, of crap what they say. But other than that, you know, so the the bad re, bad repairs every year. It's Kitey Chong standing next to the car with the fender hanging off, and it, and it, <laughs> you know we're prosecuting, and nobody ever gets prosecuted. And bad shops are like cockroaches; they will be there forever till the end of the time. Okay. And that's the way it is. And, they, uh, you know, is this getting old? They just need some place to fill in that little spot in the paper or wherever they're popping. On TV, or, on or TV. TV, whatever. I just, but do you think do you think the consumer pays attention at all to something like that? You know what? It's it's They sensationalize it enough. So, yeah, the consumer makes makes they, they try to make sense of it for about eight minutes because that's why there's halftime in football games. We have no attention span whatsoever, okay? Right. Mm-hmm. right. That's why the little flag goes up. We, we do our thing. Because people don't pay attention to stuff. No, it's, you, it's, it's a pile. It's a but pile. As, as, have you ever had a customer come in saying, you know, I saw this on the news, what, you know, what do you think? Or No, my customers will come in and say I had a car repaired someplace, which, I, you know, everybody's got a, a, a bad shop in the area, and say the guy didn't stand behind the work, and he said it was my fault that it peeled. That's, that's a consumer complaint I get. They're directly right. from another body shop. Right. You well, the, but, you know, the, the constant battle over the years is the fact that uh, the the biggest detriment to the industry is the uneducated consumer. Now, so when something like this happens, or when it's you know, obviously we see these things once every few months on on TV channels, whether it's CNN or local channels. Lately, less, uh, but yes. But does it really, you know, does the consumer want to be educated, or does the consumer just want to say? The consumer wants a car fixed easy. Right. That's exactly. What That's exactly. what they want. Yeah. yeah they, you, you can. We we have all the forms and make sure the customer knows their rights, but the consumer wants their rental sitting there for them. They want the car clean when they get it back. They want a zero hassle if something goes wrong. They just want the car fixed easy. That's that's my experience. Every shop's got their own way of doing business. A lot of guys, you know, really get in there and get are more a consumer advocate at the start of the repair. Um, I I didn't. I've I'm there a long time and people trust me and and you know most. I'm sure there's people that have left and don't like us and that's life. But um, for the most part, we we found a way to to keep that balance and the customer seems to be happy and, and the shop has been relatively successful. We have our ups and downs and, right. you know, pains like everybody else does. So, yeah, just a, just a thought. Now, I don't think that there's a big impact on the consumer the way they think when they come to the shop. Right, right. There are some people that walk in the door come to, don't trust anybody from the beginning. Most likely, they don't trust the guy selling them the uh, head of lettuce. Right. You know, like, <laughs> so that, <laughs> you know, that guy's never going to trust anybody, mm-hmm. you know. So, and you have to let them know that they're they're in good hands and you're going to work hard for them. That's it's pretty simple. There's no you know that people say their reputation. Reputation is somebody's opinion. Right. Just check your integrity at the door in the morning and see how it goes. <laughs> and, that's, that's and, and you know they say about opinions. Social media is big, and and you, unless you roll into it and and accept it as a 59 year old man, it wasn't a hard change because I'm like a gadget guy, and I also have younger people in my office. Right, and the, it's fun because they they embrace it, right. they, and they and they teach me. You know, they're, well, they're smarter you, than me. Tell us about the experience you had with Yelp. We try to keep our reviews really high. It's very hard. We we tell our customers, please give us a review, make it honest. And I wrote an estimate, simply a bumper cover change on a Venza. I don't want to hang hang fenders. I'm not going to hang fenders, but um, and he asked us to touch up the car so we and, and buff some scratches. Some scratches were too deep. Yeah, you know, the body shop stuff, and um, we were done. He didn't like the touch-up. So we went on Yelp and said that we cheated him. Now, the repair order was for a bumper cover and a reinforcement, and it was exactly OEM parts, and here's your stuff. He paid out of pocket. He left. He wrote a check. And and he he trashed me on Yelp, sent me to the Better Business Bureau <laughs> for free touch-up. So the best thing you can do with all these reviews is answer them, and answer them professionally. 
because people are not going to want to hear, you know, that son of a did this, he, he, he got what he paid for, I threw him out. Nobody wants to hear that. Write a review back. Write your own review back. Put the documentation on there. It's, it's a delicate balance we keep between an online review and, and making a profit. Right. You know, we're, 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 this is hard enough to make a profit as it is right now. Right. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a business that's, like every business in America, is kind of honed in now. They, right. You know, it's, it's, we're very working on tight numbers right now based upon a lot of things. Build quality, the car. It's 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 a very modular repair right now. So anyhow, yes, yep. Do your do your your due diligence with your online reviews. Make sure you have good scores. It makes a difference. It does make a difference. I think there should be a Yelp review for business owners not to have crappy customers. <laughs> so any crappy customer, right? What a concept. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can right? put it on. Yeah, online. Reverse yeah. Yelp. Don't take this Stay away guy, from that person. Right? This right. guy's a jerk. He's never going to be happy. Yeah. Look at his reviews online. There should be a reverse Yelp. We going no, to the next? No, yeah, go. Ahead. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. That's that's what the rolling Jeez. finger means. I can't see the rolling <laughs> finger behind the the giant. I can't see you behind the curtain, Wizard of Oz. Sorry. <laughs> Pay no attention to the behind the sixty inch monitor. Sorry. All right. Hey, it's Alicia, and this is our very first commercial break. Get it? It's a break, and you heard breaks. Isn't that clever? It was my idea. We're looking for feedback on this podcast, so if you could please email us at info at grecopublishing.com if you want to tell us what you think of it. If you think you want to be a guest on a future episode, we'd love to hear from you. If you want to advertise, we'd really love to hear from you. Call me right now, 973-667-6922. And if you don't like the podcast, just give Eddie a call. Just kidding. Don't give Eddie a call. All right, let's get back to the show. Please don't call Eddie. I think the auto body industry has some of the smartest people I've ever met. Right. A little rough sometimes. Yep. A little rough. Yep. But, but survival skills... They're incredible. The average person has no clue as to what it takes to repair a car these days. You walk across the shop, and, and even with management, you're just pulled in a couple of different directions. Yep. Your day changes with one bad customer, somebody complaining about delivery timer, you know, a back order part, or you break, or somebody drops a $2,000 headlight. It happens every every shop. I don't care yep. who you are, you know. So we could all pretty much sit down in a, in a big round table from the $6 million shop to the $500,000 shop and have the exact same problems every day right you know and i admire anybody in this industry because we're tough and we're resilient speaking of technology alicia what what about self-driving cars so. not me baby you ain't getting me in no way i'm sitting <laughs> in the back seat of somebody else. i don't like to be in a passenger seat but a driver <laughs> but they're coming right yeah they're, they're here i know i they're, know it's yeah. a millennium thing <laughs> so auto insurers could take 137 billion dollar hit from self-driving cars Self-driving vehicles could wipe out 71% or $137 billion of auto insurers' business by 2050, according to new research by KPMG. KPMG concludes that the pace of change in driverless technology has accelerated, and the firm's actuarial model illustrates a more severe blow to the insurance industry than predicted in their previous 2015 study. What are they saying? That they're not going to have insurance? According to KPMG, three major forces are disrupting the $247 billion auto insurance marketplace. Number one, autonomous technology is making cars increasingly safer, leading to a potential 90% reduction in accident frequency by 2050. So they get to keep the collision money, that the, the collision insurance. That, you know what I'm saying? Are we still paying collision insurance at this point? Well, that, I think that's the question. Who's, who's liable? If you have a driverless car, you're not driving the car, so how can they rate you as a driver? For some reason, there's a malfunction. And the car drives into, you know, the side of, you know, a, a rail, a rail, right. whatever, right. Right, right, right. Okay. How can they raise your insurance rates when it has nothing to do with your 
personal driving ability, right? I mean, that's I think that's everybody wants to talk about. That's what I'm saying. But everyone wants to talk about this new technology, how it's going to change things. But there are so many different elements of it that no one's considering. I mean, the insurance companies never want to take a hit ever in anything. I mean, look at what's going on with health insurance. Now, you know, this thing, despite the fact that it's the newest thing in technology. I personally have good relationships, but that's besides. You know, you know, you know. I gotta walk this. You know, no, no. From a consumer, from a consumer point of view, it's already started. Right. Number one, it's already. St- I remember when a third brake light came out. God, this is a great. It's great because the auto body industry had like an emergency meeting. Of course, everything was an emergency thirty years ago. Okay, and they force everybody into a room, you know, and you sit there like a jerk, and and go for a third brake light because it's going to reduce the accidents. And I think three years later, I changed. I changed more bumpers and trunk floors than I ever did. But the difference is now, is that the car makes the assessment. Right. Okay. Even now, so we're in it now, whether you know it or not. GM steer you back into the lane. Self-stop. Yes. Mm-hmm. Self-stop in yeah. reverse. Parking park assist. Park sensors, park yep. assist, automatic park. We're in it now. I think your next seven years you're going to see, an, I'm going to guess, 15% reduction in accidents, 15 to 20%. This old stuff's got to come off the road. Yeah. It's, you know they're going to federally mandate it. Number two, it sells it sells cars the parents like it because their idiot millennium can get in there and, and smoke a joint and, and then fall asleep in a car and the car is going to stop itself because they can't think for themselves. My insurers, my millennium insurers, great people. They don't even know who their insurance company is when they come in the door because their parents handle everything. Automakers will assume more of the driving risk and associated liability. Automakers are assuming yeah, risk. Yeah. And have new opportunities to provide insurance to car buyers. And the automakers are going to pass this on to the software companies. Everybody and everybody else. Sued. Everybody mm-hmm. getting sued. Yeah. To sum it up, I you know I don't know Alicia, I don't know how you feel, but I, I personally think that I don't I see these coming, but I, I just see them as as a, as a niche a niche don't, product. Don't say that. They said like, that the PC. Yeah, no, 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 okay. no. But like you and I, again, we're we're over fifty. We will, we are not going to buy a driverless car. Our kids, kids. Yes. They, you know what? I'm yes. finding a lot of kids don't want to drive. Yes. Mm-hmm. They don't like well, to drive. The that, most exciting day of my life was getting the hell out of my house and getting yes. get in the car, getting yes. my license at 17 or 18 yep. and driving away. Yeah. Holy crap. It's like when you had your bicycle mm-hmm. and when you first, right, mm-hmm. yep. three turns of a pedal, you were gone. Yes. Yeah. You know? That's like, again, that's freedom. it's an Uber mentality. I can just, you know, my kids, you know, wherever they are, oh, I'll just take an Uber. Oh, I'll just take an Uber. It doesn't yeah, matter. No, no, I know. I get the bill. Yeah, I get, my, yeah. I, get, I, get, I get the bill. My, my daughter has, she likes a doc. A doc's a great guy, okay? So she gets a doc all the time down the shore. Okay, a doc knows her, because I think she's tipping a doc heavy, okay? Okay, so, so I get a doc. They even give me a little face. And, of course, he has his little bottle of water set up. You know, that's the, that's the niche. The, the, the aux cable. Yes. Right, right? <laughs> so she has a doc. Allstate has launched Virtual Assist, a new app for iPhone and Android. Oh, boy. Allowing a collision repair and a video conference with a remote Allstate adjuster. Okay. Well, that's, that's, it's controversial now, you know, what we go through with, with, uh, with photo imaging. And, yeah. yeah and, and, you know, they, again, these adjusters are gone five years. Um, I don't know if Allstate needed, you know, you have Biff from the Midwest <laughs> doing your claim calling New Jersey, okay? <laughs> you know, how's that going to work? Well, <laughs> are you out of your freaking mind? Two hours for that? You know, like, like they're in, this are uncharted territory, you know? You're like, <laughs> but, but it's, good. Well, it says, uh, what are they going to do? The system is set up to match the user with an adjuster licensed, licensed in the relevant state if necessary. If, if necessary. necessary. They're going to pick some poor guy, and he's going to call New Jersey. A doc? Not, not a doc. Probably not a doc. It's going to be like Targ or Biff. 
It must be. And, and, and they're going to get their butt kicked when they call New Jersey. I mean, come on. It's, it's, but it, they're going to figure this out. They're, listen, this is just in its infancy. This is going to get figured out. But the, I, I think the, ultimately the bottom line for them is, is just trying to eliminate the whole adjuster. They don't want... You realize the, human the being. billions <laughs> yeah. of dollars in savings yeah. by mm-hmm. not keeping that guy on the road. And, I, and listen... We know the same guys on the road, and they're great people. They work hard. They're 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 GPS driven now. They they eat their lunch in their car. They work hard. The adjusters that come in and out, they're forced to do rentals. They do everything now. So now they're giving them all these tasks. Pretty soon, all that's going to be gone, and the shops. Ninety percent of the shops in New Jersey, if they will, they survive. Of course, that they work hard. They're going to um, be direct for somebody right. through a desk review process. Right. Um, I don't know, Tom. I don't know. It's it's again. I've heard so many adjuster stories. You must have heard them because you you know you talk worked, to guys all the time. I worked in shops in the early seventies. I was a kid, <laughs> and he matter of fact, he passed. He was a Montclair and a and a great guy, but a, like a wild man, like a crazy guy, you know. And the adjuster comes, and he probably wrote. He wrote. I I, I didn't know enough. I watched the. It was a Volvo, older Volvo wagon, like a DL or something, you know. And um, and the adjuster's outside arguing with him. So he must have wrote some crap down that didn't make any sense because he can't do that anymore. Everything's hour for hour now. We're very close now. Right. And and he must have wrote down time all over the place, you know. And then I see him start the car and the adjuster just looks at him and he backs up 60 feet into a dumpster in the back of the shop in front of the adjuster. Push the dumpster into the woods, okay? And he gets out of the car. He goes, now you're going to make me fix it? And I went, oh my God, this industry's nuts. Everybody's crazy. <laughs> they called each other names all day, ethnic slurs. I mean, you could, they hang dead cats in their locker. <laughs> the shops were tough. The shops are changed. But they backed this into a dumpster 45 miles an hour reverse. He was in the car. Could got killed. Then he gets out of the car and shows the guy, now you have damage. Now we get right to damage. And the adjuster went, yeah, all right. And he started writing. It was 1974. Nothing mattered. They used to chase people around. It was the craziest place. A lot of fun to work. Mm-hmm. I mean, a, a great a great guy. And uh, he passed away. And we got sick. Never wear a mask. And yep. all the, you know, no spray booth. We used yep. to close the doors of the shop, cover every toolbox. Right. And you wore a paper mask and put Vaseline under your nose. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how you got rid of the fumes. Right. And you spray and he painted and he smoked. So when he sprayed, <laughs> he put a cigarette through the mask. He, oh, he cut God. a hole in the ma- in the paper mask when he sanded, and he smoked with the mask on. And he got cancer. He's like, "Why do I have this? Why do you have this?" I went to visit him in the hospital. I go, hey, "Not for nothing, buddy." But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of had it coming, you know. <laughs> Needless to say, the virtual assistant is not going to see that. No, he's no. not going to see the car back into the that, dumpster that, six yeah, miles an hour. That kind of kills the dumpster. Yeah. The, the, uh, the, yeah, I was a kid. alternative. I was like fourteen. I go, "What the hell's going on here?" <laughs> Anyhow, um, anyway, that's that's. Uh, I think that'll wrap up our first uh, podcast. We hope uh, everyone's enjoyed it. I want to thank Alicia and Eddie. I want to thank everybody for listening to all this, and uh, and I uh, hope I wasn't offensive. Uh, Doc, my apologies. <laughs> Drive slow with my daughter in the car because I'll kill you. Okay. <laughs> we'll be back. Uh, look for us on uh, com. We don't need www anymore. It's oh. 2017. Okay, sorry. Yeah, okay. HTTP <laughs> colon backslash backslash. At, at AOL. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't insult my AOL account. <laughs> I just got through paying the 10 bucks. I stopped a week ago. Look to, uh, like I said, grecopublishing.com and, uh, for more information. 
And uh, thanks for listening. We hope to hear from you. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Bye.